Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Business Consulting. Each week we chat with amazing guest experts all aimed at helping you grow your VA business. So sit back, grab a cuppa and tune in for a fun-filled episode. Welcome listeners to episode number 50-something of Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants. And we are thrilled to be back again with you this week. We're going to be talking to Angie Brown, PA, in a little while. But before that, Joe, what have you been up to? I know you've been doing something really exciting this week. Yes, I've had my first jab. Yeah. So... Yeah, just just as an aside, listeners, this this episode is coming to you probably sometime in May, where hopefully by the time this episode airs, this will all be ancient history. Um, But at the moment, we're recording it on the 18th of March, just so that you know the context for the conversation that we are about to have. So carry on, Joe. Yes, it's very exciting. I've had my first COVID jab. I think that According to my children, who are 13 today, that um, puts me firmly in the old age bracket because I'm getting ahead of other people that they know. Um, So, yeah, it feels it feels exciting here because it feels for me now, you know, that like we're going to be opening up in a little while. You know, Um, I've got the date for my second injection and yeah. Happy days. I'm very pleased. Excellent. Well, as you know, I, we, we've both my husband and I had ours back in December. So we are we are really for December or January anyway. So we're fully, fully have been fully jabbed for a while. Um, but here in Israel, um, a huge percentage of the population has now been vaccinated and the numbers are really going down. Mm. Um, you know, less just over a thousand cases a day for the last few days, which is much less than it has been for the last few weeks and um, percentage wise it's down to you know around two percent of tests are positive which is phenomenal because it was six or seven percent before which mm. was quite high um, so here last weekend uh, last sunday and uh, not this sunday just gone the sunday before um, restaurants and coffee shops opened so we have a, a green passport. They call it the green passport system here. If you've had your two jabs, you can download a certificate from the Ministry of Health. And that's the only place you can get the certificate from. And it's green. And you, there's an app. You can, it's called the Traffic Light app. And you download this app and it, it shows your green certificate. And you print it off and you carry it along with you with your identity card. Because we all have identity cards here, which I think is a great idea anyway. And um, we go in, when you go into a restaurant, you have to show it. Um, So people that haven't had the jab can't sit inside. They can sit outside, but they can't sit inside. So we've actually been out for dinner and been out for lunch. We went to- been out, out. Been out, out. Last Friday, we went to a winery for a wine tasting at lunchtime with (gasps) my brother and sister-in-law and all their kids. That is wonderful. Yeah, no, it does feel- normal and today um my cleaner has been in and david had gone to pick up some um we had some clothes altered and he went to pick them up when he came back she was about to wash the floor because we've we we have we don't have carpets and i said come on let's go out for lunch we're out of the way because (laughs) she gets very testy if we're in the way when she's trying to wash the floor so we went out for lunch and sat in the sunshine it was lovely Oh, that's glorious. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're aiming to warmer days here and hopefully, you know, we're starting that slow process to opening up and the vaccination is that gateway 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's that's really exciting. But aside from that, last week, I released my perfect PowerPoint creation course to the world, it it went out. And quite a a number of people have bought it, which is very satisfying. And so we'll see how they progress through it. Every so often, I go and check on everybody's progress in my courses, because I can see what you've been doing. Mm. um, Those that have it. So, uh, so that will be interesting to see how that's gone down. And so I've just been doing email housekeeping this week. So Mm. I've been in active campaign, writing to people who haven't opened things for ages because people sign up to a mailing list. And actually, you know, if you have a mailing list for your subscribers, listeners, your people on your list cost you money because most of the email providers will charge you for the number of contacts you have. So you might have a free level and then you start to pay for the number of people you have. And as you get closer to that number, you start to think, "Mm, I'm going to have to pay more. And the whole point about having people on your mailing list is to keep in touch with them. And ultimately you would like them to become customers. Of course, let's, let's not um, ignore the fact that we are in business Mm. and business are there to make money. It's not just um, to help people, which we want to do, but we also need to kind of earn from it as well. So, um, so I decided to do a whole exercise and find all the people that hadn't opened anything for months and months and months and wrote to them all and said, no hard feelings, just unsubscribe because I was getting close to the next level. Um, and I've now got back some space. So I've got space for more subscribers than I had this time yesterday. Which is uh, which is nice. So I think it's one of those things you have to do on a regular basis, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, you do. And it's from a GDPR perspective, it's also important that you are monitoring your lists because that's part of your managing data responsibility. So absolutely important to do that. Yeah, I had I found I had a whole list of people who hadn't confirmed that they wanted to be on. The mailing list in the first place so when you sign up with if um, I'm using active campaign so I have two two-step sign up so you sign up and then you get an email saying please click here to say you actually really do want to be on the list especially if you've downloaded a freebie and um, and there were a lot of people that hadn't filled that in now that could be because it went in their junk mail and they didn't see it or maybe they don't want to be on the list so I resent that to about 50 people Um, who had signed up for one thing or another and and a number of people didn't fill it in and so they've got you know they won't be on the list Mm. because they obviously don't want that and then a number of people just said no I don't want to get your emails anymore that's fine yeah you know there's there's no point clogging up your inbox and wasting your time and and my time with that Mm. so um, you know especially when when we spoke to recently we spoke with uh, Andrew Savage um, about open rates and what harms your deliverability as well so you just don't want those inactive people on your list yeah exactly so um so that's been what I've been up to this week it's kind of been a bit mm, lists doing my eyes in but needs must well today we're going to be talking as I said to Angie Brown and uh I'm going to let her introduce herself so I think we'll um queue up and get her what do you think yes definitely Welcome back, listeners, and welcome to Angie, Angie Brown, Angie Brown PA, it says on your website. Is that how you're known? I was kind of transitioning, actually, because I was Angie PA, and I'm now moving into my business management consultancy business. Oh, so. so I'm taking a step. 
oh, round, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Moving. That's, That's the thing. important thing. Movement progression. is progression is, is a good thing. So do you want to tell our listeners who you are and, and what you do and what you offer? And then we can see where the conversation goes. Yeah, sure. So I'm Angie Brown, a business management consultant, um, and I also do some software training. Um, I started out years ago, back in 1980-something or other, uh, on the youth training scheme run by the government. Um, and I also then worked um, for the local council. They they um, they pulled me into their business once I'd done my six weeks or whatever it was I had to do. And I ended up working for um, the PA to the chief executive officer. So I was the deputy PA to the chief exec at the tender age of like 16, 17. So it was kind of like, oh. fantastic so I've kind of moved on from there into different um larger businesses not really family-run businesses but which ended up um, in uh, major corporate companies as well so I worked for a really big medical devices company that um I worked in their HR department as an executive assistant for 12 years um working on mergers acquisitions divestitures so there was a lot of project management work um and that's kind of where I'm now kind of moving into that area because I have a history of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where I kind of came from. I was made redundant, but I knew that because I worked in HR and it, my boss and I both were escaping at the same time. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I started my business in July 2016. Um, and for the last four years, I have been working as a VA which changed last year after COVID hit because I lost about 85% of my clients. Um, A lot of them were kind of wanting to hold on to it because they weren't sure what sort of money was coming in for them to um, understandably. And I completely agreed with that. So I then sat back and said, Hmm, now what do I really want to do? (laughs) Which is why I came up with like the business process mapping and, um, you know, doing standard operating procedures Um, And that kind of thing to help small business owners look at their vision of growth and how they can move to that step. Um, And over the years of being a VA, uh, it's all that learning of new software, because when you work for a big corporate, you're just given it, get on with that. You know, you had a department for this and a department for that. You didn't know that you had to do your own graphics designs or how to try that. Or, you know, you don't know anything about software for taking money off people <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> and mailchimp and all those newsletter things oh my god where do i start mm, yeah so i kind of want to help new vas sort of learn quicker through my through what i've learned over the time so that's where the software element comes in that's fantastic fantastic stuff so joe you must be thinking you've got lots in common with angie right now yes because i do a lot of similar things and and come at it from a a sort of gdpr perspective um so yeah although i've never done a day's work as a pa in my life <laughs> I, i'm sure that you have a better ability with a diary and a calendar <laughs> management than i do and i only look after my own but um no it, lots and lots of interesting things there and and it's lovely to see how you're businesses developed particularly out of last year it must have been and I know you know from my own perspective things changed but it must have been quite in a way alarming to suddenly find 85 percent that's a big proportion of your business gone so how did you find the 
I suppose the, the the inner thing that sort of gave you the confidence to sit back and say, this gives me the opportunity to change or, or to grow or to do something different, you know, because it would be very easy to sit, oh, I've lost my business. How do I pay? And and really get into that rabbit in the headlights. Yeah. Scenario. I could have easily thrown a pity party. I could yeah. have. Um, but I didn't. I, I sat there probably for a couple of days, feeling a bit numb, a bit stuck, put a little post on Facebook. And I had loads of friends and family and just people that I've known through business coming at me saying, you're absolutely wonderful. Things mm. will look up, you know, um, let me pay for services that you, you can deliver at a time when it's okay to. So people were paying me money for things I wasn't even doing for them as well, which was just a massive wow. for me. Mm. Um, and I totally appreciate where they're coming from. Single mum, mm. young child of well, young fourteen, yeah. a lot. <laughs> needed food. Yeah, <laughs> lots of food. Lots of food. <laughs> lots of food. <laughs> back at school, the fridge is full. <laughs> oh, Angie, you and I are in the same world. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but I love him to bits. Part. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but then I have um, a group of like angelic Reiki um, spiritual friends that I'm also very close to. And there was a couple of us, well, three of us actually just started meeting on a Monday morning um, for an hour, just chatting about what we could do. Now, one of them is, you know, I'm a, I'm a Reiki master and an angelic Reiki healer as well. Um, and I've got a bit of business savvy after all these years. But one of them is a business coach and life coach. And she just said, well, just sit down, write down what it is exactly you want to do. Mm. What is it you know about and you want to do? Um, And that's where the business management consultancy was born and the software training thing as Mm. well. Fantastic. Yeah, it's really easy, isn't it, to to go down that route of, um, you know, how do I know what to do? I've been in quite a lot of work myself recently on mindset and other things. And um, if you really want a phenomenal book to read or listen to, I'm listening to it as an audio book. Um, Chillpreneur by Denise Duffield Thomas is just the best. She's amazing. She is amazing. And the chapter in there on mindset is mind boggling or mind blowing. And, uh, and I've been listening to that this week when I'm going out on my walk, I've got back to my daily walks. So I've been listening to her on my walks and she's also got a really nice voice as well to listen to. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's really easy to sit down and think, oh, oh woe, woe is me, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right to sit down and, and what, figure out what it is you really love because that's what's going to give you the enthusiasm and that's what your clients are going to feed off that enthusiasm yeah. for what you do so that's 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 great so when we had a chat a, a, a little while ago when we, we Angie and I were introduced by somebody else and we had a little pre-podcast chat mm. and uh, you were telling me about your Canva boot camp or kind of a course that you ran a little while ago so do you want to tell our listeners a bit about how that came about and, and, and where it's going next yes of course um so yes I, I love canva and i love all the different things you can do do with it and it's not until you know you really get into it and find out from different groups on facebook that it has huge potential to you could literally run your whole business from it it's crazy um including a web page if you wanted to you know it's amazing um So I got really passionate about what I could create from that. And I was talking to friends and they were like, yeah, but I don't know how to do that. Um, Oh, I tried for hours and I couldn't do this. and I couldn't do that. And I just thought, well, 
you know, all those years being in corporates where I had to just get on and learn things, I thought, well, I could teach people how to do this. So um, I attended a one-to-many course that was run by somebody in London, um, and it was over Zoom. So she taught you how to create a course and what stages to go at. So I thought, well, I could do this on Canva. Really excited. So I cracked on with that. And then I had an eight week course it was um, learning about different things that you can do every week on Canva um, with a Q&A session um, as well so access to me and access to a Facebook group to ask questions and show the homework um, and so that's how it started and then I thought well what about a, a quick course for VAs you know so I thought I'll do a five-day course so it was it's it was delivered um, every morning at 9 a.m um, interactive, both courses were interactive. So they have, they were on Zoom with me and I was showing them, they'd ask questions. Um, and then every um, every day at 5 p.m. would be Q&A session with Friday night, um, a glass of wine optional if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was great because a lot of them did actually go off, do the work and then come back at the end of the day and ask questions. And of course, all of these were recorded and put up into um, a course platform that I use called MemberVault. Um, so they now have access to that for life, plus access to the um, Canva Q&A Facebook group for life as well. Um, and the next stage now is Canva and Co, I'm calling this one. And it's uh, basically uh, using Canva and learning all of that beautiful stuff as well. But also, you know, if you create in a freebie or you're creating a workbook that you want somebody to download, a lot of people don't know what that next step is. Mm. You know, how do they get it onto a mailing system? How do they get it? So that people mm. just download it. How can they get it so that someone can pay for it? It could be an ebook, you know. Um, so it's really looking at all the other integrations that you can use beyond Canva. That's why it's called Canva and Co. So yeah. yes, Ooh. that's the next stage. Oh. Exciting. Go on, Joe. So you were can you inter- can you integrate directly into Canva now? Because I, I I found out this morning that this sounded quite exciting. I don't think I'm going to go and play with it because it's not my kind of designy thing. But you can create a little mini video in Canva. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, at Christmas, I was doing Christmas countdowns, so I was promoting all the businesses that had come on the Canva courses, and it was like on day one first of December then it was the next page but it was done in a video so it just flowed like a carousel yeah definitely <laughs> and you can have music on there as well so it's all kinds of things blimey blimey yeah. O'Reilly well, it's interesting because yeah. I would do that in PowerPoint so there I, you maybe go. I need to revisit it <laughs> I, I think it's unlikely and hell might freeze over first but <laughs> you never know no I thought <laughs> You're just going after the, you just like the idea of what it can, what it can do, Joe. I don't think you're going to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, that. I have to say, I, I, I do admire anybody who's got that kind of design flair because as Shelley says, it is the tech element of it can do this and it can do that. And I'd like to understand the, the workings from a tech perspective. Yeah. But once I've done that, if I went to use it, I'd think, oh, God, is it pink or is it blue or is it what colour should? No. That, and that's where it just gets a bit too much for me. <laughs> there is a there is a colour combination wheel on Canva as well. So if you put your colour in, it tells you what the opposite is, the best one to use. So there are other things. There yeah. I use um, <laughs> I use a website called Coolers. Um, yeah. 
coolers.co which is great for finding color matches you put in the first color and then it does a kind of jiggery poker in it you just keep clicking until you find the ones that you like that go yeah. together so similar sort Ooh. of thing yeah that's Ooh. that yeah yeah i see we learn all sorts of things on this <laughs> podcast amazing but, have it, but having said that i'm not likely to go to the coolers <laughs> <laughs> so so Angie who are your clients who are your ideal clients what kind of clients do you work with well um I've got a history of working with HR consultants and business life coaches um because generally business life coaches come from an HR background Mm. generally not saying they all do um um, I think it's because of being in that industry or that department, that mm. servicing um, for so long. I understand them really well and I empathise with them massively because they had quite a tough t- time, really, yeah. in the world. Um, so I empathise with them and I work with them quite well. But I also, um, I don't know that I am industry specific in this next step, which is what I'm struggling to know where to market mm. because you know, I know you need to talk the language and know all of that, but I am looking for somebody who is looking to grow their business, upscale it some way, someone who wants to have all their policies and, well, not necessarily policies, but procedures in place um, so that I can help them with their standard operating procedures. You know, the the ones that um, started their business, but they're a little bit frightened of upgrading because, you know, I can do it better. I don't want to show someone how to do it. It's going to take me ages that sort of thing. But if we can get it done either in a written format or by doing a video of a step-by-step guide video, you know, for them upgrading then and, and have outsourcing is going to be so simple. Yeah. So it's actually finding that that type of person that's ready to grow. Yeah. Have you thought about um, this turning into a like mini mini self-help session, isn't it? Um, which wasn't the intention. <laughs> oh, kind of, I just go into that mode occasionally being a trainer. That's kind of what you do, isn't it? Um, no. So, so I, I, I certainly have found for myself that picking a market, so picking a type of business. So mm. what you've said is quite general. But if you said, OK, so um, H. Uh, virtual HR consultants because there's lots of freelance HR consultants that want to grow their business then you're going to work with those Um, and that then makes it much easier because when you know who you're talking to you can talk the right language Mm, exactly but but it's about figuring out which of those vertical markets you want to service or get into to help yeah so um yeah that's 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 a toughie that's a toughie Mm. it is a tough one because you know also with regards to um, coaches that a lot of them are creating courses now I can help them with the course planning and they putting it onto a platform you know I can help them with all of that so you know it's it's actually which way am I going is it the software mm. training is it the coaching you know for the um, course creation or is it you know the business management thing so there are three types that I could actually go you know, out and say <laughs> yeah. you know Angie you might find because I've I've kind of gone through a bit of a loop around <clears throat> that for a little while and I worked out that I have a blend and there's this kind of three elements they're all very very interrelated in in my case in the systems and process it's tech and it's GDPR yeah. and and all three of them you need systems and processes as part of GDPR, GDPR but you also need systems and processes as part of sort right. of like devising your tech because for yeah. instance 
you would know if you if somebody wants to build a course and Shelley also you don't just suddenly say I'm going to do a course and then it magically happens you have to think about how does it flow what's the process of creating the content writing the content and also getting uploaded and marketing it so those are a whole set of processes as well so you may find when you go through this loop that you've got three two or three things that are very related that then drop out where you are and that those two or three interrelated things become your niche you know what I mean and and that will help you perhaps to you know look a bit you know don't don't be so focused maybe on the niche because I went round and round for a very long time on that yeah you know and and then I just realized that the niche doesn't have to be as defined it can be the groups of services that you provide that will then drop out who fits into it yeah Yeah. exactly yeah there's just so many ways to skin a cat absolutely I know it's finding the right mix for you isn't it yeah yeah and I think sometimes we can also get paralyzed by the thinking um and and you just kind of got to get on and do something and you said at the beginning about progress which I love the idea of being progressing on and progressing up sideways whatever it is it's movement and sometimes you have to go through several iterations until you arrive at your final well not even final destination there is no such thing ever going to be perfect there's always something that needs tweaking or something else that comes into your life that makes you change things you know yeah yeah, yeah, no, that's far, that that's great. So what when you do standard operating procedures, what sort of things are you are you creating with the client? I presume you're doing it together with the client. Yes, because- doing it with the client. Generally we would have a Zoom call so that we could record it. Um, so that they're not necessarily involved in the actual mm. nitty-picky bit at the at the end. Um, mostly it's um, it's a case of just detailing everything down in, in a Word document format um and with links into um perhaps you know if you've got something that you've recorded to show them a step-by-step guide then that would be linked to um youtube or something like that or another platform whatever they're using um and that's how it would be so it would be like a guidebook yeah really but online not physical piece of paper like we used to have years ago the bible in the office (laughs) but it is basically an office bible yeah, that's great. That's great. And what sort of when you when you help people with course creation, what sort of courses or what sort of people are they that, that you're helping with course creation? Well, I'm helping um, a woman in Andorra, actually, who does a women empowerment course. Um, and oh. she's running a three module and each module has got something like 12 different um, lessons in it, uh, all with workbooks, you know, all needing the artwork sorting and just the planning. Of course, just that on its own, including yeah. the scripts that have come in and translating them into newsletters. And it's quite a lot of work. So there's a lot to consider. So I've done that for them. I've also helped um, a yoga teacher who is taking her course online. So all the filming and putting all of that. So she then has an evergreen um, course available to people as well. So that's been really good fun because it's a bit different, you know. But that's come about because I've said that I I love to help people with launching their courses. So, you know. (laughs) That's great. That's great. A friend of mine, a fellow trainer of mine, she's... um, 
got uh, her business is called the get that gang or the get that and she has get that website online get that course online get that funnel online and there's a fourth one I can't remember what the other one is but the point is that they're all completely different things but they're all about getting online um so that's and and it, it it kind of I've known her for a long time and worked with her quite a lot so um so this reminds me makes me think of Jeanette because um you've got services that work really work together but are different um so I I I think I think you're onto something Mm, I I agree I agree (laughs) (laughs) you're definitely onto something so what's uh so your your, when when's your Canva course going to be ready well um theoretically speaking yeah theoretically speaking (laughs) I think let me think where we are now I think it will be around about May time Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because listeners, I know how much goes into creating courses because I create them all the time Um, and they don't kind of happen overnight and they take over your life when you're in course creation (laughs) mode, don't they? Yeah, (laughs) very true. Yeah. The planning, the recording, the creating, all the ancillary stuff that goes with it. And then the uploading, putting it onto whatever platform you're using and then the marketing of it. Yeah, Um, adverts for it, telling people how wonderful you are in networks. (laughs) Yeah, you have to do all of that. It's really all life encompassing. So I totally hats off to you for doing it because <laughs> I, I know exactly what goes into that. So May time. So where are we? So that's, that's not that far away. We're, no. we're, we're kind of midway through March. So that's not that far away. And when when it's ready, how will people find it? Well, that will be part of the marketing plan. Um, I will be advertising on Facebook, LinkedIn and um, Instagram as well. And I'm wondering about Facebook ads. I might do a little test on that at some point. That's one area that just worries me a little bit because I don't want the, the funds to go up too high on the ad spend. Yes. You know? yeah. So it's having a bit more savvy around that that process. Um, yeah. It's something yeah. else I need to learn before. Yeah, I get yeah, that. yeah. Advertising is kind of a niche area. Yeah. It's quite, quite... Have you done any of advertising ever, Joe? No. <clears throat> I've never... I've never kind of... A, A, got to grips with it, and B, understood the how it the pricing on it works. It's it for me. I I just it's it's like a variable. Whereas it, it's not the same as if I go and I buy this pen, and I know that this pen costs me one pound, and that's a fixed one pound. Whereas today it's a pound, and tomorrow it's two pounds. Yeah, depending on how the thing works and I I've never quite got my head around it although totally honest I've not really dug around in it that much I think it's something that there are some really great experts out there you know doing it so um yeah yeah, it might be worth me you know if I was going to do that I'd probably go and have a little chat with people I know who would give me that insight because it wouldn't be where I would start what about you Shelley do you have you dabbled yes I have I've done some Facebook advertising a year or so ago um 
and uh, I worked with somebody to do it. I didn't do it completely on my own. Um, she came up with the graphics because I know how to I know how to do it, but it's that kind of what's going to be a great visual that's going to grab. She came up with half a dozen graphics, and we picked the best three that we thought were going to work. Um, and she came up with a copy as well because again, writing ads is a very specific skill. Yeah. Um, it's not just writing any old mm. copy because you want to draw people in. And at the time, uh, I can't remember what it was. What was I promoting? Um, I was getting them to sign up for something. Oh, for my ultimate tech ebook was when I launched my ebook. Um, it's just a download. Anybody can download it. And actually, it gets downloaded from my website all the time. So it's the ultimate tech system for VAs. It's all because I kept getting asked, what computer should I have? Yeah. What operating system? Yes. Should it be Mac? Should it be Windows? Should it be yeah. this? Should it be that? So I wrote about um, which version of Office and does it work on Mac and does it work on Windows? So I wrote an ebook, you know, so it's, a, it's a blog post and you can download it. Um, but I was launching it and I wanted to also build my mailing list. Yeah. Um, so that was the kind of idea behind it. So we, we, did, we did that. And I, occasionally I'll do a boost booster post. Um, just to get more eyes on it um, but it's weird you just set the budget and then Facebook does the rest you say I don't want to spend more than 10 pounds a day for five days let's say and yeah. it, kind of, it kind of does it for you and you don't have much control of what it's where yeah. it goes yeah so yeah and and when I've spoken to a couple of people who do that that is what they do um, I know that it works that if you have the right product the right offer and the right person knowing how it all works, you know, you can actually get a really good return on your investment, but the investment is high. Yeah. So, um, you know, spend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got the, the, the cost of the expert who's going to put it all together with you and monitor it and run it for you. And then you've got the ad spend on top. So one person I spoke to wanted, um, Oh, I don't know. It was a lot of money. It was over a thousand pounds a month to look after wow. the campaign plus the ad spend. Wow. So that's quite it, expensive. It, yeah. I, I decided that at the moment mm. doing okay. So <laughs> yeah. we'll manage without it. We'll manage yeah. without it. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I'm with you on that, Angie. It's uh, something to really, really, really think about. Yeah. I haven't done any LinkedIn advertising though. Have you done I, I just put a few posts out last time when I was running the courses um, and had some that had already attended the courses um, recommending on the post, which was great. Oh, brilliant. Um, and got about three, I think I got three candidates from, from that, just purely from that. From yeah. yeah, yeah, just posting, yeah. I think, is always good anyway. That's, yeah. That's always good anyway. That's always good anyway. And of course, if you're a member of a networking group, you can offer a discount to that group as well, which is useful. Yeah. Are you, you yeah so you are you 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 how much networking do you do because we we've had lots of networking people on um and it's it's well, I mean both Joe and I do a fair amount of networking mm -hmm. so. yes well I'm a member of um the two membership ones I've, I've and then there's a few free ones that I'm part of as well the LinkedIn locals um there's a Borden and um Alton one and there's also a Farnham one um, but the paid membership ones I'm with uh, uh, Zuko Networking and with the Athena Network. Oh, okay that's great that's great I, I did Athena a long time ago but uh, when I had face-to-face -face training company um, but it wasn't the right because then I was very corporate yeah. so it wasn't the right place for me going into because 
people coming to Athena at that time were not corporate buyers. Mm, so I did it for about a year and, and, and then stopped. But I think the Athena network's lovely. Um, Joe, you do a lot of networking, don't I'm, you? I'm, I'm in Athena as well. Where, oh, where, which group right. are you in, Angie? Well, and... I just joined the Reading and Henley. Oh, right. Group. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm in... I'm in Athena. I go to Zuko. I also network with the FSB. Um, I also do quite a bit of freebie networking. And I also recently discovered an AI-driven networking Mm -hmm. that has been quite, quite exciting. And I've had... um, it really appealed to me because it was all AI driven and you didn't know who you were going to get. And I thought, oh, this could be really interesting. Anyway, um, I've been networking with some amazing, incredible people. And I had a fascinating conversation a couple of weeks ago with a guy in um, the Netherlands working with sustainable businesses um, <clears throat> you know, delivering sustainable products. And we were talking about plastic technology how fascinating is that you know really interesting and it there must have been something in our profiles that had been driven by the AI to match us because you never know who you're going to network with until the day before when they send you a look at so-and-so's link and you look at their profile and I thought I'm not sure about this you know he was very different to me but anyway when we chatted it was just really great great fun so that's really interesting and um yeah I've had a couple of conversations with people which actually will turn into work a bit further down the track so that's been quite an interesting experiment for me that sounds quite interesting you said about the AI one because I came across one the other day called um, meow um And basically, you sign up on their website, you book a time in, and then you meet up with three other people. So you have an hour to, to network between the four of you, which is really nice. But they I have they were matching it before, but now this week, I think, was Monday, yeah, they went live on their AI product where you've got all your profile in and you, yeah, you get picked, mm. like you say. So that would be quite interesting to see what happens going forward. Oh, that could be interesting. Yeah. All of this, all of this technology. (laughs) Technology. (laughs) We love technology. We love technology. Andy, it's been absolutely fascinating chatting with you and finding out about you and and where you came from when you go. And um, that's what our listeners love to hear, how VAs have started out and got to where that what what they are and what their future plans are because it gives everybody inspiration and it shows that we can all do really anything that we really want to do yeah um and I think that 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 was the point that that stood out for me as you sat down Mm. and you thought actually what do I really want to do and uh, obviously there are times in our business lives where we have to do what we have to do because we have to put food in the fridge for the hungry teenager but uh, <laughs> or teenagers, because Joe, your teenagers are thirteen today, aren't they? Thirteen today. Yes. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots. So, what are you doing? Are you having anything special later, Joe? Um, I was informed this morning <laughs> that we will be having a takeout on Friday. Okay. <laughs> um, so the birthday cake has been requested for Friday. Really niche. Marks and Spencer's Colin the Caterpillar. Caterpillar Apparently, that is 
niche. It's trending. It's massively <laughs> trending right now, Joe. I don't know where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you mean you're not, you're not making the birthday cake, Joe? Don't need to when there's Colin around. <laughs> I was I was told that we weren't to have one of Mum's cakes this year because you know we wanted something niche, and I thought niche. So I was expe- I was expecting something, you know, like one of these handmade, really expensive creations. Yeah. And they've said, we bet you don't know anything about this one, but it's Colin the Caterpillar. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I bought you that when you were tiny, when you had a child's birthday. But no, that's it. So that's what we're doing on Friday. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love that. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous. Right then. So I think we're going to wrap up. But thank you again. And any of your information that you want our listeners to get. So when, you know, details about the course for when it's available, let us have that and we'll pop that on the website. So anybody who wants to go on your Canva course will be able to. Wonderful, thank um, you. Thank you very much for coming. It's been a pleasure, thank you. Welcome back listeners. So Joe, we just had a, a really lovely chat with Angie and before we kind of started recording this last bit, we were just talking about how interesting it was to hear from somebody who's been through such a tough year, um, losing 85% of her business, but then picking herself up um, and reimagining, as you said, how her business should look and taking it forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also, you know, interesting that she could have gone down that as she said the pity party route and she said she did have those few days where you know what do I do what do I do but using that time that she was given to relook at her business find new networks and you know I think she's got some really strong plans coming through for how she's done that it's an overused word because we all used it that pivot around what she did last year yeah I think I think that's hugely inspirational is you know because I'm sure there are many VAs who are our listeners many who will have found that um, the last year has been a boom time for them because many especially if you're a VA who works with coaches or trainers who are having to put their stuff online so there's a whole new market opened up of people that want help if you're an, if you're that way inclined but i think on the other hand there's going to be a huge number of people whose business will have gone from one day to the next oh where's it gone i yeah. know certainly in the trainer community that i'm a member of and I'm, we've talked about it over the yeah. last year as well that um, you know trainers last march march 2020 had a full diary for the next 3 months and um, from one day to the next that diary was empty yeah. and then having to figure out how to do the next thing um, to fill what, the fridge for the hungry teenagers. Yeah. And what the new norm in that pandemic thing could look like for them. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it, it, it was important. I felt in that, that that was a good message for the VAs out there that, you know, it's been tough, but there are ways that you can come out of this differently and stronger yeah yeah I think I think that's that's a hugely positive message yeah and and I also think it's very useful 
um, to hear how people go about redefining things and thinking, mm-hmm. okay, so what is it that I love doing? What's mm-hmm. going to bring me joy? What's going to be easy for me? So we, we've had an episode with Laura Donnelly about ease, about finding the ease through things. That's top of mind because I edited that episode just yeah. this morning. So, um, you know, that will have gone out recently. So um, it's it's important to, to, to hear those things and we're not we're all in the same boat so well we're not all in the same boat we're all in our own boats we're all in yeah. the same storm but we'll all find our way as a metaphor I yeah. read somewhere fairly yeah. recently that we may all be in the same storm but we're all going to find our own way out of it one way or another yeah which which really spoke to me um mm. but um I'm just going to reiterate something because I think it's worth mentioning I've been as I said in the interview I've been listening to a book called Chillpreneur by yeah. Denise Duffield Thomas. Now I've been following Denise Duffield Thomas for a long time. Um, she is lucky, Her she started out with Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Yeah. Um, she's phenomenally wonderful to listen to. Yeah. Uh, and she has a whole money boot camp. And I started listening to Chillpreneur last week. I, I downloaded it from Audible a while ago, but I only just found the time to, made the time to listen to it. Mm. I didn't find the time, I made the time to listen to it. And, uh, and I found it's, you know, lots of things in there as I'm listening to it, but you can, you can read it at the end of each chapter, she gives you a lesson, but she also gives you an exercise to do, which Mm. you can write down in your journal or talk to an entrepreneurial friend. And she gives you a list of questions, ask yourself these questions, and then figure out what the answers are. And I have found that a really, really good listen in my case. She's also really nice to listen to. She's got this lovely Australian accent, laid back Australian accent. Um, But if you're struggling at all with anything to do with mindset or money or pricing, then I highly recommend um, that as a a self-help kind of book. Um, I haven't read Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Um, I might get that next. Backwards. I, I I have to agree with you because I've done a few of her freebie webinars and um, she's got a Facebook group if I remember rightly. She does occasionally these like five day sprint challenges and things like that, and she is really really generous with her time and her knowledge, and she is really really influential. She's got such great ideas and hugely positive too. Yeah, yeah, great learning. Um, and and everything that she talks about has come through things that she's experienced herself. So she's done all the things that we all do. We we all do wrong or maybe not maybe wrong is the not the correct yeah, word. Yeah. But we all go through um you can really identify uh, with a lot of a, a lot of what she says. So I would I would highly recommend that, especially mm. if you're in a point where you're beginning to think about wanting to do something a bit different. And she gives some ideas of different business models and how you can combine them together, which I think is, you know, I'd never broken it down like that before. I listened to that this morning. No, yesterday, that was what I was listening to yesterday. Um, and, and I just thought the way that she breaks it down just makes it so accessible. Yeah. Um, that 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 was brilliant so what's what you up to next joe today next um i've got a new project to kick off um with a client i am setting up some processes and procedures for her um setting up her crm system integrating it 
haven't decided yet or she hasn't from the options I've given her what email marketing she wants, but we're going to do all of that. Um, so I'm just kicking that off with booking in some of our sessions that we've got planned or agreed to do. I've got some emails and I'm just catching up on various different things that I had to put on hold when I had my injection and then wasn't mm. kind of, yeah. You, there, were, there were some things where you just needed to be a little bit more on the ball. So I'm going to go back to those this afternoon. Yeah. 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 Well, How about it, you? Well, it's five o'clock here at the moment. Today is the 18th of March. And uh, my son, my middle son, I have three kids, my middle child, who is a boy, the older of my two boys, he's um, had his birthday a couple of weeks ago, he's in his 30s. So he is coming over on his way back from somewhere else, he's going to pop in. Um, so he's going to be here any minute now, I think. So that would be quite exciting, it'd be nice to see him. I think he's going to have supper with us, but I'll find out when he gets here. He may just want to go home uh, and not. So I'm not going to do very much else work-wise this evening. We've got, um, we're recording this on the 18th of March. And so this, when it goes out, what I'm going to talk about next will have happened. Mm. Uh, we've got Passover coming up. Yeah. So um, I have got a fair amount of stuff to do for that. But at the, today, tomorrow, the, the, there's going to be planning stuff. And it's my husband's birthday on Saturday. So um, I'm going to make, uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be making lemon meringue pie because that's <gasps> what he's asked for for dessert. Lovely. So you're not taking him out because you can go out, out. <laughs> uh, well, we are going out Saturday night, but it's his birthday is actually on Saturday, which is Shabbat for us. Oh, of course so we it can't, is. Yes, going. We yeah. can't, I mean, there are people that will go out and there will yeah. be places that are open, but we don't. We, we, yeah. we are Orthodox, so we yeah. don't go out. Um, but we are going out Saturday night with my brother and sister-in-law and David's brother and sister-in-law, both of whom live here. Mm. Um, one lives north of us, one lives south of us, yeah. um, about half an hour either way. So we're going out for coffee with them Saturday night um, to a little village up north, mm. um, to a, a, a lovely coffee place, uh, coffee and cake place. Um, it's a very rural setting. We've been there before and you sit out in the garden and it's beautiful. Oh, Although beautiful. it's probably still a little bit chilly to be sitting outside at the moment. Although it's very nice during the day. It's it's yeah. like an English summer's day, but in the evening it's very cold because it's yeah. a contrast. Yeah. So uh, so we'll have to decide whether we're going to sit outside or inside yeah. on Saturday night. But yeah, so that's that's what we're doing. That's That's my agenda. And then I'm actually, I'm delivering a workshop next Wednesday for PA Life Forum, PA Life Live, uh, on bossing Microsoft Office. There you go, my top tips for bossing Microsoft Office. That's next Wednesday. Um, but outside, that's the only work I'm going to be doing next week, she says. Yeah. She says. Yeah. You know, I, that's the only thing in my diary. So if I check week. in on you next week, there'll be no books courses no I'm not doing anything like that the only things I'll be doing is I'll probably be on social media because I can't escape that yeah. and and that's fun anyway so I'll probably be on social media my regular newsletter and blog posts are all scheduled anyway so they yeah. will go out as normal but I will do my half hour of promotion because I do share them around mm. to make sure that people can read them otherwise <laughs> what's the point um so yeah I'll be doing that kind of stuff but I'm not going to be creating anything next week at yeah. all and the following week the plan is not to work at all and I haven't actually taken a week off in I can't remember when 
probably mm. the week we moved to Israel, which was October 2019. But that was, I doubt, much of a holiday or a time off when you were <laughs> eye deep in boxes. Yes, you've seen the photos. I was, you know, the boxes were taller than me. But yeah, uh, yeah so um, in fact, when we were planning to go in, in December, we were hoping to go to South Africa to meet up with our kids from London. Uh, and I was actually not going to take a laptop with. Um, I had a, I, um, I had originally uh, been scheduled to deliver a workshop to somebody uh, to a, a company in the UK, and we were planning to go after I delivered that, and I wasn't going to take a laptop with. Then things changed; we couldn't get the flights we wanted, so I was going to have to deliver from there. So I was then going to take a laptop with, uh, and then we didn't go because yeah. of COVID, South African variant. We just decided to cancel. But uh, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I've been away or had a week without my computer. But my office is our second bedroom or our third bedroom. And my son and daughter-in-law are going to be sleeping in it. So I won't be able to get in here. So. Well, that's what you call enforced rest. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'll take my laptop out, but, um, you know, I don't have to work on yeah. the desktop. But no, I'm not going to be creating anything um, yeah. in the next two weeks I you know I might do some thinking stuff because yeah. when you run your own business and you enjoy what you do yeah. you're always thinking about it let's yeah. face it aren't you yeah there's a, there's always that that quiet moment where you think oh I wonder if that would actually work and you know I always find downtime is when the ideas come yeah because there's headspace to allow those new ideas to come yeah Absolutely. So, so I'm looking forward to that, although I don't really need any new ideas at the moment because I've got enough current ideas to be going <laughs> on with. Um, what with the six books I've still got to plan and uh, at least two more courses that I want to create. Um, I have another Excel course that I want to create and I want to just look at some of the other stuff around, uh, off, around Microsoft 365, some of the other things, the other apps uh, that that could come in, but I'm, I've got very and I've, I have got a workshop to plan for uh, Miss Jones Virtual Summit, which is the end of April, which I've just started to publicise today. So um, that's all about teams, but I'm not going to be doing it in the next two weeks. Mm. Exciting times. Yeah, all busy, busy, busy. We like being busy. We like being busy. Busy's good. Busy's good, but busy with a purpose, not just busy for the sake yeah. of being busy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've, I've got back into my walking now because um, the weather's nicer. So I'm quite happy to go out and walk in the morning now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got back into my exercise routine. How long before you're back into swimming? Um, well, our actual swimming pool is closed at the moment because it, will, it normally doesn't open until April because it's cold. Oh, right. It's too cold. But we need to have some repairs done to it and some work done to it. So it may not actually open at all this year so if I'm going to swim I'm going to have to find somewhere that I can go to swim um, I won't be able to... um I'm not a great sea swimmer it's right, not yeah. my I, I don't Same. enjoy swim, swimming I, I enjoy swimming in a swimming pool yeah I don't enjoy swimming in the sea so yeah. I don't know we'll see I might go swimming in the sea yeah. um yeah. I have the option uh although yeah. the local beach where I would go they are also the access to the beach has been closed because they are they've put in where we live it's um it's a cliff top down to the mm. sea 
Um, so in central Natanya, in the main part of the town, there is a lift that takes you down. You can walk down, but it's a long way. Um, and nobody wants to do that many steps unless you're a freak, you know, exercise mm -hmm. freak, then you might. Um, so you go and you go down the lift. So they're putting, so down where we are, a little bit further south than us, there's a drive. You can drive down to the beach. Mm. They've closed that off because they're putting in another lift near us. And in order for that, to, to, and they're making a proper beach yeah so at the moment it's not very wide but it's it's enough but but with the lift and it's going to be much more touristy because we live in a very tourist beautiful tourist area um so they've closed the access down apart from the lorries that are driving up and down taking all the big rocks that they need to make the breakwater so so it's quite it's quite fascinating to watch actually you see yeah. all these lorries going along the sand with these huge rocks yeah and dropping them so yeah it's fun mm. anyway listeners we've waffled long enough shelly at tomorrowsva.com virtually amazing the podcast on facebook joe at go on you say joe at jlbbusinessconsulting.co.uk thank you joe i will i'm gonna <laughs> sticker i'm gonna write a sticker i don't know why i cannot get your old name your old business name out of my head I think because I said it so many times it's kind of stuck there I'm going to put a post-it note on my monitor that's what I'm going to do but listeners do get in touch with us as ever leave us a review on Apple Podcasts it really helps and uh, we're at 4,564 downloads when I looked this morning which is very exciting yep. and um, we'll see you next week you have been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We will be back with you again next week with yet another amazing episode. See you then. <laughs>